Are you ready to become awesomer? Hello, everyone. My name is Umar Hamid. I'm your host on the No Limit Selling Podcast, where industry leaders share their tips, strategy, and advice on how you can become better, stronger, faster. Just before we get started, I've got a question for you. Do you have a negative voice inside your head? We all do, right? I'm going to help you remove that voice in under 30 days guaranteed. Not only remove it, but transform it. So instead of the voice that sabotages you, there's one that propels you to much higher levels of performance and success. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it to find out more. All right, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the No Limit Selling Podcast. Today, we have Gerald Jordan here with us today. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. And so I just want you to know that uh, I hate Gerald today because I'm in Toronto. It's 40 degrees Fahrenheit and it's <laughs> 80 something where you are in Florida. Which part yeah, of Florida? Fort Lauderdale. Nice. That's a beautiful part of the country. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. So you've been in the business for about four years. Correct. I hit my four years in August. So it must have been like year two is when we hit COVID, right, for you. Was it like year two? Again? Yeah, year two, year two, 2020. I got my license in 2018. 2020 is when COVID hit. So when COVID hit, the first few months, everything stopped in real estate. Yeah. And then it just catapulted into one of the best markets we've seen in a long time. Right. So what was your psyche like when COVID hit and everything stopped in real estate? Uh, what were you thinking? Uh, were you looking at classifieds? What was going on? Yeah, it was a bit scary at first. Um, I know I was working with probably around three buyers uh, late 2019 going into 2020. Of mm -hmm. course, COVID hit early 2020, but I believe like March, April 2020. Uh, so when COVID hit, they were like, yo, like, what's going on? What should we expect? How's the market going to turn out? It was a, a big what if in the entire industry. And as you said, everything just catapulted. That was the next thing. Uh, that was the next thing in the business was the, the that explosion of real estate transactions happening. Uh, so it shifted from a what if uh, mindset to more of a, oh my goodness, it's probably a really good time to buy since interest rates are down. Uh, but then again, a lot of people were in the market buying. So it was extremely- yeah, Supply tight. was really, really tight. Uh, yeah, supply was tight. Uh, people really didn't want people in and out of their house because of COVID. So, you know, it was a very limited supply, but a huge, huge bulk of buyers looking to buy and take advantage of those interest rates. So it was really competitive. Um, luckily, you know, I had really good clients who were very strong um, and able to make purchases. So we were able to structure deals uh, where a lot of my buyers were able to be successful in 2020, leading through all the way through this year. So how many transactions did you do last year? Last year, I did 36 transactions. <laughs> Bravo. That's really nice. And what do you track on this uh, to do this year? Right now, I'm at 27. I have four properties under contract. So um, that leads me to 31. So this year, I'd say I'm on track to probably, hopefully 38, close to 40. Yeah, I would guess, if I was guessing, I'd say 40, 40 or 41, uh, which is pretty extraordinary considering that we're in flux right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when did you join your team and what's the name of the team you, team you belong to? Uh, so my mom's actually a real estate broker. Uh, she got in real estate two years before I started real estate. Uh, mm -hmm. While I was in college, she got in real estate. So she was with Exit Landmark Realty. She started the home team of Exit Landmark Realty. Um, we were really successful as a, in, as a team in a brokerage. Uh, and she decided to start her own brokerage, which is same name, the Homes Team Realty Group, LLC. Uh, and of course, I'm still part of that small team within that uh, within that brokerage. How many people in the brokerage? 
I believe we have 37 now. And how many in the team? Uh, on the team, it's 10. 10. And is that 10 agents or uh, agents and admins? 10 agents. 10 agents. Very nice. So tell me about a time where you were uh, not doing as well as you wanted in a particular area of real estate mm. and how your team leader or team members helped you kind of figure that portion of uh, uh, real estate out. Like, uh, so take me through one of the stories where, you know, you really upped your game because you had that team around you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I go to early on in my career. Uh, my One of my first listings, I believe it was my second listing, right around the corner from where I was living at that time. Very tough market. It was 2019, early 2019. Uh, the house sat on the market for quite some time. Beautiful house. If it was in this in this in this market or back in in the COVID market, it would have sold very fast. Right. Uh, but it was a different market than when I first started real estate. And right now, the market we're in right now is kind of similar to that. Uh, it's still, of course, competitive. You know, you have lingering lingering clients from 2020, 2021 trying to buy now. Uh, but nonetheless, the market was fairly similar to where it is now. The house out on the market for over 100 days. My team, my well, my my team, uh, my broker, my mom. She was able to just, you know, keep my keep my spirits high, help me uh, develop different marketing strategies and everything to be able to catapult that list and get it as, in as many eyes as possible. Um, and the great thing is that we actually found a buyer ourselves uh, that was actually out of the country uh, just from our marketing and the different uh, factors we put into the listing uh, to be able to help it catapult to different buyers and different eyes. We found somebody from out, out of the country who was able to purchase within 21 days. Uh, so nice. You know, it's tough dealing with sellers, of course, who believe, you know, my, my house is worth X. It should sell in X amount of days. And we had tons of uh, showings. It just didn't turn into any offers. Um, again, it, yeah. it, was a, it was a very beautiful house, but it was just the market at that time. It was it was slower than everybody yeah. anticipated. And it was it was tough dealing, of course, with sellers expectations. I mean, we're, we've been on the market for 100 days. You know, what's going on? What are you doing? Uh, so she helped me develop a, a very aggressive marketing strategy per week uh, to be able to show them, here's what I'm doing for you uh, so that they're, you know, not blindsided as much as we, of course, we, we try our hardest in real estate. Nice. We try sometimes it just doesn't lead to anything, but the, the, the things we implemented to be able to get this out there, they, they knew that I was doing my job and I was working very well on their behalf. Brilliant. Uh, so, you know, if I spoke to your mom uh, about you, it's like, uh, Gerald? He's amazing. He's handsome. He can do everything. He's like the perfect guy. You should marry him kind of thing. And so the same thing's true for homeowners. Like they get a sense of, I got a beautiful home. It's the best home ever. And then the relationship between a realtor and seller Hmm. is based on trust. Right. So what does trust mean to you? Like, how do you define trust? Uh, I define trust as uh, just making sure that uh, well, understanding that I have your best interest at heart, of course, it's a huge purchase and I'm 25. I work with a lot of first time home buyers, So they, as much as they want to trust me is sometimes it's kind of hard. Although, you know, you hire me and everything else, you're buying your first house. Uh, you know, you have people who did buy back in the day, your mom, your dad, a lot of people that are in your ear. Uh, but a lot of people, because this is what I do, I do it on a daily basis. They trust, they trust my advice a lot. And to me, Trust is just honestly putting their faith and trust that I'm going to be able to get the job done. Because at, at the end of the day, that's my job. That's the job on the upside of the transaction. And I advise my buyers that, look, I'm working on your behalf. 
So let's uh, let's deconstruct that a little bit because there's a good chance that you know in some of the clients that you have, they spoke to two, three other agents. Oh, for sure. Who said very similar things, but for whatever reason, they trusted you. So it's not so much about you, but uh, that dynamic of a seller and agent, like what do you think builds the trust there? Because it's hard to discern who's who. So part of it is like a feeling, like a feel you get when you meet someone. So so walk me through that from your point of view. For a seller, I believe it's just more important to understand what the agent's process is as far as getting you not only one buyer but the right buyer right when i talk to my uh when i talk to my sellers i tell them my entire process from a to z in order to establish that you know it's not just about putting your house on the market and marketing it and listing it and just going from there i have to do my due diligence and making sure okay we have an offer is this offer is this person what they say they are on paper so i talk to sellers about that entire thing because it's again at the end of the day um, it's about getting this deal closed. And just because we have an offer on hand and somebody that's willing to do it, can they actually do so? Uh, it's a lot of lenders who, you know, you know lenders are, are lenders. They're going to do their job. Uh, but, you know, some lenders do it to a higher level, I believe. Uh, so just vetting the lenders, vetting the clients, making sure that this deal and this house is something that they want to continue with. Uh, that is the biggest thing that I put in front of my clients and make sure my sellers that is and make sure that they understand that I'm doing my job on the back end to make sure we get the right buyer. Nice. So how important is uh, your background with other homeowners? Like you bring that up, you know, hey, I've uh, helped these people here in building that trust. How important is that your uh, your past references and referrals? Yeah, no, that's, that's very important. That's how I get bulk of my business. I get bulk of my business from referral. Uh, but when I go to a listing presentation from somebody that isn't a referral, I you know print my sheet out. And if it's in a certain area, I've sold a lot of real estate in the area that I primarily work in, which is Prince George's County, Maryland. I show them a list of my sold properties, how fast I've sold them, especially in the area that I've that they're in. You know, so if I have a client, for example, a city in my uh, in my primary area called Bowie, Maryland, I highlight the ones in Bowie that I actually sold, how fast they've sold. And from there, they understand, you know, how aggressive I am actually in my marketing strategy to get these to get these items done and that I can actually close these deals. So when it comes time to have a challenging conversation, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when a price needs to be uh, adjusted and a deal that looks really good on paper, but you're going, I don't think this is the right one. And we need to go for the lower one because of X, Y, Z. How critical is that trust that you've developed to getting them to really uh, get the right deal for them? That's one of the hardest parts of the job. Uh, but in real estate, I, I always tell myself up front, um, you know, you may hear something from me that you may not like, but my job isn't to make you like me. My job is to get this deal done. Uh, and I would rather you hear something from me up front today than be mad at me 30 days when this property doesn't sell. And so, you know, there may be a time where we have to be, have some price adjustments. So I make that uh, known up front that, you know. Excellent. Setting expectations. Yeah, setting the expectation up front, making sure that they know, you know, if it's on the market for X amount of days, I'm going to recommend a price reduction. Of course, everything has to be confirmed through you. But I believe if we don't get something in, I usually do 21 days, uh, especially in this market. Um, because, you know, it's, it, things should sell in 21 days now. But yeah, if, if the property doesn't sell in 21 days or if we don't have an offer in 21 days, that is, you know, we should consider a price reduction because it shows us that people aren't interested in purchasing the house in this area at this price. Uh, so, you know, I said that expectation up front and, you know, they understand when that time comes, if it does come that, you know, expect a call from me trying to market the property this different way instead of the way we have been. Nice. So uh, going on the other side, 
buyers looking for homes. So which side of the equation do you like to play on most? Uh, I like sellers. Sellers? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It makes my life easier. Buyers, of course, it's you get, do a lot of running. You spend a lot of time with your buyers. It's, it's more busy work than you would do with sellers. Of course, uh, real estate is real estate. It's busy work regardless, but it's a lot of physical. More efficient when it's a listing kind exactly. of. Exactly. Yeah, you don't have to be running around everywhere. Uh, buyers, you might have to see four or five listings uh, in a day. It's very time consuming. But yeah, sellers, you get your, a lot of your time back. So I like working with sellers a lot. Here's an interesting thing. Have you ever been to a restaurant where the hostess or host greet you, they have you come down and they seat you at the table and they say all the right things that uh, you want to hear. But as they walk away, you turn to your uh, seat man and go, that person didn't believe a single thing that they just said, they just said <laughs> the words. And then you have somebody else that comes in that makes you feel like you're in their home yep. and you're a valued guest. Yep. So same words. But the intent is totally different on both. One is truly to welcome you. And the yep. other one is, uh, you know, the manual says, I have to say this, this, this. Yep. So you stay in touch with your uh, uh, your customers that buy a house. You uh, stay in touch. How do you stay in touch in a way that you're not like the first host where it's just going through the motions? I'll send you a birthday card. I'll send you this. It's a more mechanical uh, how do you breathe life into it? How do you uh, set the intent right? That's one of the biggest things that I focus on in my business, because, again, my business breathes through them. My business uh, is a lot is heavy on referral. Mm -hmm. uh, so as a result, I feed back into the clients that I've served in the past a lot. Um, by doing that, I do a lot of pop buys. I go by their house, send them gifts, you know, just, hey, just thinking about you. Just want to stop by to see how the house is going. You know, if they have kids, how the kids been doing. Nice. You know, I, I support them in every way possible. They send me, uh, you know, their kids football schedules. I pile up to a game sometimes. Um, you know, it's it's fun, you know, staying and connecting with clients who purchased a house through me, seeing what they did to the house, um, just nurturing that relationship. I spend a lot of time with buyers. And of course, that relationship continues and I would love it to continue. So I do my best to support them in any way possible, whether it's a fundraiser they're doing, football games, any type of support they need. You know, I provide uh, in my my company, we're very huge on community. My dad, he has a background. He was a police officer. So uh, he gives back to the community a lot. So we have a lot of brokerage events. We invite them out, primarily our past clients out to our brokerage events. So like every October, we have a pumpkin patch, one specifically for our past clients, the other for the community. Uh, so, yeah, things like that. We, we just love to pour into our community and our clients, our past clients that trusted us with our business as much as possible. Brilliant. So where's one area that uh, you feel that, you know, in this part of real estate or this part of the whole equation, I need to up my game. So where's that one area that you wish that you could do better? And what are you doing to improve that? What I wish I could do better in is one within my business is my automation. I have a, a lot of clients that I work with and I really want things to be more automated in a way. Mm -hmm. um, but second, the, but the reason I haven't done that so far is because I like the personal touch. I like the personal aspect of real estate. Real estate is, is 100% personal. Second, just upping my, my uh, communication skills, especially when going into a listing presentation. I feel like I really do have a good presentation, uh, but just want to be able to pour into my clients more while I'm there. Nice. And just, just get more listings. I feel like I'm at a point where uh, 
I just I, I need I need more listings. Uh, I want more listings. Um, I have a good amount of listings, but I want to transition to that side of the equation more. Brilliant. Actually, we interviewed one guy on the show, uh, one agent, got some support staff, mm-hmm. 500 transactions a year. Goodness gracious. One dude. It's like insane. It's <laughs> like when I was doing the interview, he's watching his clock. It's like, oh, you got 12 seconds left. You know, he didn't quite say that, but yeah, it's uh, so brilliant. So a couple of uh, questions before we part company. What's one attribute you've uh, inherited from your mom that you uh, feel blessed just her attitude to never give up and just go into everything with confidence. She was, she's always the type of woman that goes in and she, people are attracted to her just because of her personality. So that's one thing I really admire about my mom is that she brings, draws attention just from the room she's in, whatever crowd she's in. Um, That's, that's the biggest thing I love about my mom. So what makes you happy? Like what brings joy into your life? I just had a son. So my son, uh, he's four months. He's going to be five months nice. uh, on the 4th of October. So he was born May 4th. But uh, yeah, he's number one, number one thing uh, that brings me happiness and just starting a family and everything else. Man, watching football, being able to chill. Uh, <laughs> of I, work, I work very hard. So just having that downtime, being able to hang out with my family. I'm with my family now on vacation. My family uh, and her aunt and her cousins, but uh, yeah, just being able to celebrate life, man, and just relax sometimes. And nice. uh, that, that that brings me the most joy. So I'll just uh, share a quote with you that I really love. It's like uh, adults don't raise children. Children yeah. raise adults. Yeah. And it really <laughs> makes you step up your game. Absolutely. So what's one tip you want to share with other realtors uh, out there or other entrepreneurs that would uh, let them be more efficient, effective, happier? One thing that just I played sports my whole life, just a quick background. I've played football. I mean, I, I played all sports, football, track, basketball. Track is my second sport. Football is my first. Went to University of Richmond on scholarship, played since I was nine, um, all the way through I was, until mm-hmm. I was 21. But football just taught me so much about life that I pour into my real estate career. The biggest thing is that you just can't be afraid to fail. You have to fail forward. Um, nice. that's, that's the biggest thing you know, football has taught me through repetition and through our failures, we're going to learn, you know, not what not to do and how to do stuff differently going forward. Um, so that's the biggest thing, you know, football and sports in general just have taught me about life and that I've, that I've applied into my business. Uh, but it's like I told you before, just finding genuine happiness uh, is just by taking some downtime. It's a very demanding business. Like the, these last three days um, I left, I got here today's what Friday. I got here yesterday. So I worked Monday, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Very demanding. I was on the clock from seven, seven thirty until like nine thirty at night. Uh, but because we're so busy, you just have to find downtime. You know, it's you have a life as well to refresh really, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You really can't overwhelm yourself with business. The only reason I worked that long those three days is because I left, you know, midweek. And that's always, you want to see someone work hard. It's like the, the week before the vacation. They're like yeah. <laughs> superhuman. Yeah. So, Jarrell, thanks so much for being on the show, man. Really enjoyed the conversation. And uh, I am truly happy for you, for uh, your, your son, and enjoy that journey. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, thanks so much, Sam. If you need anything from me, uh, my name is Gerald Jordan. My socials are J-A-R-R-I-E-L-J-O-R-D-A-N on all social platforms, uh, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook, you can connect with me there. Um, if you have any real estate questions or in the DMV looking to buy or sell, I would love to help. And we're going to put all of those links in the show notes so you can find it super easily. Thanks so much for being on the show. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming, and that is the fastest way to get better results. 